0: Today on 5th and Mission, Muni and the Mayor. I'm Damian Bolwa, Metro Editor, and today I'll be joined by our transportation reporter, Rachel Swan. We're going to be asking a question that all San Franciscans like to ask, how do I get around the city? Mayor London Breed is on the hot seat because of a variety of issues, from train and bus delays to driver shortages to delayed projects and pedestrian deaths. Why is the mayor focusing on this issue and what are the challenges ahead? We'll talk to Rachel Swan about San Francisco's transit woes right after this. Rachel Swan, thanks for coming in.
1: Thank you, Mr. Bulwa.
0: Rachel, you've been on the program several times. That is because you are our transportation and transit reporter. You're incredibly busy, and um, and we wanted you to come in today because, surprise, surprise, we're talking about Muni again Rachel, why are we talking about Muni right now? Why is it again uh, in a state of upheaval? Why is it again on the hot seat?
1: It's a big turning point for Muni. Director Ed Riskin is leaving when his contract expires in August. And that means we're going to have just completely new leadership at the agency. So
0: it feels like we should go back to to last summer um, when it feels like a lot of the conversation about about muni started um, with the twin peaks tunnel project what happened
1: muni had to get people around the twin peaks tunnel it was shut down for two months for a retrofit so the way they did that was they took drivers and buses from just about every other line and that disrupted the whole system and made a lot of people late and this got the mayor very angry And she sent the first in a series of angry letters castigating Muni, which pretty much set the path (laughs) for Riskin's exit.
0: So the mayor has really uh, stepped into the fray here with Muni. Um, Why has she done that and how much power does she have to, uh, to affect the system?
1: It's really interesting because Mayor London Braid, I mean, this is really one of her first acts after she took office, was to start aggressively criticizing Muni, um, which is interesting in a way because she didn't campaign on transportation issues, really. Um, I mean, you know, the mayor's race was really about clean streets and homelessness and housing, Um But, you know, really, she – a couple months after taking office, she kind of started gunning for this department, um, which in a way is a very interesting move because in San Francisco, the mayor actually does have an enormous amount of power over the transportation system. Um, In many other cities, you know, say like in New York, if the mayor of New York wants to do something with the subway, he has to – uh, he's beholden to the governor, whatever the governor wants because really the state controls the subway. but in San Francisco, the um, SFmTA, which runs all of transportation in San Francisco from parking to e-scooters to Muni to RVs to whatever, is all controlled by a board that is entirely appointed by the mayor.
0: But that's a that's a huge challenge. I mean, on one hand it's it's something that people care. A lot about, but to to do that, you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself. Um, do you feel like she was sort of forced into it by uh, public scrutiny of Muni, or do you think it's something that she thinks she can she can use to propel her political future?
1: You know, I mean, it's a lot of people have said that um, the mayor really had no choice. I mean, there was a lot of outreach over the Twin Peaks Tunnel, and when she sent that first letter, I mean, she really had to continue on that path. You know. And, um, incidentally, things just kept getting worse at Muni. There were, um, internal allegations of bullying and sexual harassment. There were two lawsuits filed against the previous transit director who abruptly resigned in October. Um, there were problems with the e scooter permitting process. We've had a lot of problems with the subway. We've had a lot of problems with the, uh, procurement of these new rail cars that they're trying to put on the tracks, you know, the the new rail fleet. So there's just been this, like, steady drumbeat of problems. That You know, if the mayor was gunning for Muni, she's had no shortage of material. Yeah, and people know <laughs> so, she's at
0: the wheel, so they're looking to her. They know that she has the power to change things.
1: Right, right. At the same time, I mean, this is something that she has had to execute very carefully. I mean, she's done a very good job of laying out of drawing attention to the problems of documenting the problems of, of setting the stage for a takeover, you know, to make things better. Mm -hmm. Um, now the question is, can she demonstrate to the public that once a new leader steps in, you know, and once her once she starts filling the board with her appointees, which she already has started that process, um, can she demonstrate to the public that, yes, this is demonstrably better now?
0: Well, I'd like to run through some of the challenges um, that the, the MTA and, and the mayor has in transit in San Francisco. I mean, there's a tremendous amount. You write about two or three times a week, it seems, <laughs> about the challenges. But let's let's try to quiz you on a few of them. Um, well, first of all, with leadership, how does that work? Uh, what happens with a new uh, director of uh, transit in San Francisco?
1: Well, the new director of transit in San Francisco has a really heavy load that's unlike a transit director in other cities. Um, you know, you've got, first of all, you've got Muni, which is light rail and buses. They run in the tunnel like subways. They also run on the streets. They have to deal with regular traffic. So there's all sorts of, you know, places where they get delayed and have problems And um, so that's – that alone is an enormous challenge. But then you also have parking. You have a city that's changing a lot. Um, You have like a real kind of protest culture in San Francisco Mm -hmm. where transportation has become a thing that animates people. You know, you have bike activists occupying – doing an Occupy style. You know, they're sitting in parking spaces now. So you have a lot of like furor. Over like bikes versus cars and this versus that. Bus
0: lanes. Yeah, bus lanes, red bus
1: lanes. So it's like that whole culture of like people wanting to control how people move around and wanting to control the built environment. That's all part of this too. And that's just very uh rich and strong in San Francisco, more so than other cities. So you have that. At the same time, I mean. There's a tremendous homeless crisis in San Francisco. And surprisingly, that actually intersects with transportation too, because you have all these people living in RVs who have fallen on the doorstep of the MTA because the MTA controls parking. So, I mean, I've just been at meeting after meeting after meeting where this normally collegial board of transit wonks is stuck dealing with all these social issues, you know? Sure. And it's. Yeah,
0: I mean, in some smaller cities, all of the decisions around transit would be about efficiency. What's the quickest way to get around? But yeah. in San Francisco, it sounds like a lot of the decisions have a political component.
1: Yeah. In San Francisco, um, running the transit system is means dealing with all these societal issues.
0: Sure. Sure. Well, let's talk about labor. Um, why doesn't Muni have enough drivers and other workers to make the system run on time?
1: Well, there are different explanations for that. Um, Ed Riskin would say like, Hey, the economy's good. You know, there's a lot of, there's a low unemployment. It's just really hard to hire people. Muni drivers who incidentally just signed a new contract with the city that they seem to be happy with, um, would say, you know, the working conditions are bad and they're paid too little. And, um, a muni salary, which, you know, starts in the high 20s, low 30,000s 30, 30, a year, is, you know, nowhere near enough to aff- afford to live in the city. Um, it's not even enough to really qualify for affordable housing in San Francisco. So, I mean, like,
0: So it's just why... a matter of finding the workers.
1: Yeah, yeah. So why drive from far away just so you can drive a bus in a city where you don't live, you know? Um Muni's trying to pump more people – to recruit more people and pump more people through its training process. I mean the training process is also difficult. Learning to drive a bus or train is not easy. Um, It's – the mayor initiated this thing where she got – when Chariot shut down, she got laid off Chariot drivers. She recruited a lot of laid off Chariot drivers to come to Muni. So that's helped a little and they're in training classes right now and so they will – hopefully help beef up Muni's staff. Um, but it just seems like this labor shortage, it's going to be a chronic problem and there's about to be a bunch of retirements. So Ed Riskin just said at a recent board meeting that come July, there's going to be, the shortage is going to be perhaps even more pronounced than it is today.
0: Hmm. All right. Well, let's whip through a couple, a couple more of these. Um Vision Zero is the city's plan to try to have no traffic fatalities, pedestrians, cyclists um, at all, but um, we've had quite a few uh, this year. Where do we stand with that and what's the solution?
1: As of May, we've had fifth, we've seen 15 traffic deaths in San Francisco. That's really high. Um, 2016 was actually higher, but this is uh, among the highest in recent years and it's never really gone down. Um, and no one really has a solution, you know, um,
0: they've tried sp- special lanes separating the bike lanes.
1: yeah, the um the mayor la- in May directed the MTA to double the pace of bike lane construction. um they did something they made a decision recently to do what are called quick builds, so they' um, putting bike lanes on streets a lot faster and not having to... And and they they streamline the approval process so they don't have to seek approval from the board or from the community every time, you know, they do paint a new red zone or something, which was really holding things up in the past. Um, But really, you know, there's just a lot of debate over what's causing this spree of fatalities. I mean, some people say there's just... You know, there's just too much traffic here. There's just this culture of impatience. People are too distracted. There's too many Uber and Lyft drivers who are kind of cruising and don't really know where they're going. (laughs) And yeah, it's just something that's maybe going to be intractable.
0: Okay. And lastly, as far as new projects, when can we expect some of these things to come online? People are following the central subway uh, through the heart of the city uh, to Chinatown. People are uh, want to know when the Van Ness uh, <laughs> construction <laughs> will be finished, because that's a popular corridor. Um, what about these new projects?
1: So Van Ness, the prognosis now is 2021. Um, wow. Yeah, originally it was supposed to be like 2015, so it's six years late. But, you know, it's about to start a new phase. So Ed Riskin said that it's going to start looking better at least. Okay. Um, Central Subway 2020 now uh, the project manager says it's going to be february 2020 um mta is still saying december 2019 don't get your hopes up um and bike lands are going to be put in a lot faster
0: okay all right well rachel thank you so much for joining us you always have uh good news <laughs> to report
1: <laughs> thank you so much mr bulwa i appreciate it fifth emission is part of the san francisco chronicle podcast network
0: If you like this show, we'd love it if you'd subscribe to it wherever you get your podcasts.
1: And if you've got a minute to give us a quick review, that helps us build our audience so we can keep growing.
0: You can support Fifth and Mission and the newsroom that creates it with a subscription to the San Francisco Chronicle.
1: There are print and digital editions. Find out more at sfchronicle.com slash subscribe. Thank you, Damien, Mr. Bulwax. (laughs)
0: Wait, let's start. <laughs> sorry.
1: I'm sorry. I forgot I usually call you Dude. Mr. Bola. Yeah, no, no. <laughs>